0: Hey, friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Amen. So, um, so Atul and I have been coming here for about a year, and um, it's amazing. We can honestly say this is a year anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're so blessed to work with Pastor Woot and um, just encouraged by his faith, his sensitivity to the Spirit. And uh, it's true, I was a troublemaker when I was younger, and now even more so, for the devil, hopefully. (laughs) Amen? Amen. Okay, good. I want to talk just for a few minutes tonight about two things that we see in the Old Testament when when the nation of Israel and men and women of God moved from place to place, they did two things. And those two things were they built an altar and they dug a well. Okay, two things. They built an altar and they dug a well. And maybe that doesn't mean much to you right now, but hopefully in a few minutes it'll be more meaningful. So 1 Kings 18.31. um, Yeah, 1 Kings 18.31. So think about an altar for a minute. An altar in the Old Testament has significant value. Significant value. And um, let me just give you an idea of what an altar is. An altar is a place of worship, right? A place where you go, and we see over and over a place where there would be a worship to God, right? Secondly, it'd be a place where uh, there'd be sacrifice, right? We mm-hmm. see over and over through the Old Testament, sacrifices would happen, right? Uh, we see thirdly, an altar would be a place of memorial, victories that God had done. And we see here in First Kings 18, where there would be a monument to remember what God had done, right? First Kings eighteen thirty one. These stones were taken out of the out of this river to show that God caused them to pass over on dry land, which was an amazing miracle, right? Another thing that's interesting about an altar is that it's a place of uh, sacrifice and remembrance and memorial. So why is that valuable? Well. Whenever Joshua or Moses would move from place to place and God had led them they, and they saw his faithfulness, they would take a minute, they'd take the stones, or they'd make a table, or they'd make some sort of erection of a place where they'd worship and thank God for what he had done, an altar, right? And that physical altar was a reflection of an altar that we have, a meeting place with God we have inside, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have an inner altar. Like we had a beautiful breakfast this morning uh, with Hussein and Mohan. See here, where's Mohan? Yes, just hearing their stories. And you could tell that they had an inner altar where they were meeting God, worshiping God, walking with God. Like tonight, we're meeting and celebrating who God is in our life. Amen. We're learning Him. We're remembering Him. And in 1 Kings 18:31, let's look at this. Uh, and this is what gathering together is all about. We are opening our Bibles and learning Him. And Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be an altar. Hebrews 13.10 says, every believer has an altar. And I'm not talking about like in a religious way or an idolatry way where uh, it has to be a physical place, but inside it's a dedicated place where we worship God. Mm -hmm. Right? It's a dedicated place where we say, Lord, I remember Lord, I worship you. Lord, I am thankful. I am thankful. Uh, Joshua 4.20. Joshua made an altar. Uh, Do you have an altar? Do you have a place where it's dedicated, where you and God, maybe it could be in your car. (laughs) You're driving in Atlanta traffic, which is, I've never seen traffic like this in, in my whole life. Uh, so it's a time of uh, great humility that's being worked in <laughs> um, actually actually, Beijing China rivals it that's about as close as I, in Beijing they have five beltways I'll let you process that five beltways okay that's a little bit overwhelming number t- okay I want to show you one other point let's look at numbers 21 so there's an altar and then there is a well there is a well. The altar's a place of worship. Oh, we need a place of worship, right? Everybody worships something, right? Everybody does. It's what we spend our time thinking about or doing, right? But look at Numbers 21, Numbers 21. What's the significance of a well? Well, water, right? When you go to a new area, It's very important that you have a well to feed your animals, to feed your crops, uh, and to quench the thirst of, of everyone in your tribe, right, your community. So this place of necessity, or this well, they say that the average well takes 15 men over 90 days to dig in one spot and dig down to tap into the water table. To actually draw from the well. Now I thought, isn't that an excellent example of the church? Isn't it? Think about it. All of us together, not just one person, but all of us together from the altar before God, we're worshiping Him, and we're digging deep into the water of the Word. And it's quenching the thirst of our soul. Like tonight, a lot of you come from different backgrounds. We have an international a, an international crowd tonight. It's very edifying, actually. Four corners of the earth. But we all need a well. We all need a place where we feed and have the, the thirst of our heart quenched. Well, let me show you this in Numbers 21. Numbers 21, 16. Remember, Jesus, he walked and met a woman at the well. Remember that in John chapter 4? We know yeah. that story, right? 4.14, right? Ask for something to drink. And what did she say? Well, you don't have anything to draw from and the well is deep. And Jesus said, if you knew who was asking, the water I would give you is a water that would quench your inner thirst forever. Right? We'll read that in a minute. But this well, in Atlanta, we're digging a well, right? We're digging a well. Tonight, you're sitting in a well, right? You're in a place where you're drinking deep the Word of God, the life of God, the grace of God, the, the love of God, the mercy of God. Today on Outreach, we, we, I love soul winning in Atlanta. I love it. This city, right, Pastor Richard, is so open. I've never seen a city like this. Very open shockingly open I mean talk we did marriage counseling we did crisis counseling (laughs) we led people to Christ I mean it was right it was uh, we got yelled at screamed at which is a lot cursed at that was fun Uh, but we literally were bring was bringing water in Isaiah 55 1 we were giving water to those that needed it most and that's Jesus Christ the living water so what are we doing in Atlanta? Well, we're digging a well, because without water, guess what? We die, right? Mm-hmm. You can survive a little bit, a couple of days or so without food, but without water, what is it? Three days, right, Doctor Jack? It's quick. It's quick. You die quickly, right? I think it's within three days or even less. But anyway, let me let me make my point here. Numbers twenty-one. Uh, numbers 21 16 through 18. Let's read that together. Mm-hmm. And they went thence, uh, went to beer, that is the well thereof. And the Lord spake unto Moses, says, Gather the people together, and I will give them water. I will give them water. And that's something that we're doing tonight. And in September, as we're believing God for weekly meetings. Why? Because. We need to drink from the well of God often. And then Israel sang this song, Spring Up, O Well, sing ye unto it. Do you know that song? Spring Up, O Well. How many know that song? Yes. Yeah. You want to give us a couple bars of that, <clears throat> I've got a river of life yes. flowing out of me. Makes a lane to blind, makes a to, walk to walk, and the, the blind, blind to, to see. Sing. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the captive screen. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. John 7, 38, right? In us, and what comes out of us is the life of God. Well, I want to show you one quick thing. It says, 18, the princes dig the well. The nobles of the people dig the well by the direction of the lawgiver. How many people dug the well? Was it just the pastor digging the well? No. No. Was it just one person digging the well? No, it was everybody digging a well. Everyone was going to God. Everyone was reaching out. And I don't know about you, digging is not my favorite thing. I, I did that a lot in seminary as a construction work as I was going to seminary. And digging is very difficult, right? Mm-hmm. You know that, that sentence is put your back into it? Well,. My back is still in it, (laughs) Uh, physically speaking. But church building, church planting, ministering to people, we're going deep. The depth of God is reaching the depth of you and I, right? And we see that so beautifully in Psalms uh, 42. The deep things of God are speaking to the deep things of you and I. Isn't that good? The depth of the love of God quenches our thirst, and we know that we are loved. The depth of the grace of God quenches the thirst, and we're no longer living in a legalistic way. Why? Because we're drinking from the well. The well of God. Well, I want to close with this, and there's much we could say here. Look at John 4. John chapter 4. Our world is out of control. Anybody see that? Yeah. I mean... The the train is off the tracks, right? (laughs) Literally. Overextended, right? And what do people need? People need a drink from the well, right? A drink from you and I. A drink that comes from our altar life with God, right? And this is why the living water, Jesus Christ, is what quenches our thirst, all right, John chapter 4, 13. And uh, we see Jesus is at a well, right? Um, it's amazing. Again, two things, the two necessities, right? An altar and a well. And Jesus said in 13, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst it was hot today. It was hot today, wasn't it? The sun was blazing, actually. I mean, it was like... And when you drink that water, what happens? There's there's hydration. And there's refreshment. And Jesus is saying, You will thirst again naturally, but spiritually, I will be your everything. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. So, I just want to encourage us today. It takes time to dig a well, doesn't it? It really does. So, pray with us, believe with us, walk with us, dig with us here in Atlanta. And dig in prayer, dig in faith, dig in support, dig in communication, stay in communication. Let's let's dig deep and tap into the well that God's building here in Atlanta. Why? Because the well is for more than just you and me. The well is for the whole community, right? Isn't that amazing? When you, when you think about the well in a community, it, it fed everybody, right? And it takes time, and it was deep, and it was something that we can partake of uh, all, all of our lives. Okay, last verse. You ready for one last verse? You still there? here. Yeah. All right, good. Look at Proverbs. Last verse. <clears throat> Proverbs 16. This is the greatest well we have in our life is the Bible. do not you love when you dig into the Bible? It, it, it just refreshes us, renews us, and gives us purposes uh, to live for. All right, here it is, 1622. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto them that have it. It's a deep well. It's a deep well. So boy, this is this is what we have to celebrate. This is what our ministry from the well. Amen. Amen. So, Father, thank you today. Father, we're we're praying that we would have that life at the altar. And then together, we would dig and receive the beautiful words and, of the well. And that it would really quench the thirst in our lives. And that's you, Lord. You quench. You satisfy. You complete. You draw us. You refresh us every day. And Father, as we're building and digging a well here in Atlanta... Uh, give the increase and bless it for your name's sake. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.